With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With football around the corner, time to start building up that bankroll. And we want to help by slashing the cost of all daily picks packages priced at $25 or more, including 5% best bets through the end of July. This amazing promotion runs from Tuesday, July 12th to midnight on Sunday, July 31st, and drops the pricing down to $25 daily packages for $12.50, 29 daily combo packages for $14.50, and $35 5% best bets for $17.50. But even better, this is the perfect time to take advantage of our one-day all-access pass. This package locks in the handicapper of your choice for one whole day for only $39, including when they have a 5% top play that usually sells for $35. But during our 50% slash promotion, you get a one-day all-access for only $19.50. We know this business is loaded with competitors and copycats, and we are very proud and extremely excited to be one of, if not, the premier sports betting information provider in North America. Our special discount pricing goes live on Tuesday, runs through the end of the month, does not require a coupon, and is available just by going to your favorite wager talk or sports memo handicappers homepage right now. Top of the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wager Talk today. I am Lawrence Presman. We got Adam Trigger sitting in Teddy's chair today. I'm excited about that. And we got a great show lined up. Baseball's back. All-Star break is over. 
We're going to talk actionable information. We got Brian Leonard joining us. He's going to take a look at game one of the Detroit Tigers-Oakland Athletics game. And why stop there? Game two. Uh, Tony Mejia, he's, he's going to join us. He's going to look at the Houston-New York Yankees game, game one. Uh, and he's going to take apart just a little bit of NBA. We might look at the MVP uh, odds and who's going to win. And then we will end with handsome Kyle Anthony. Uh, and he's going to talk UFC. Trig, what's up, man? How are you, brother? I'm doing great, Press. It was nice to have a couple days off, but I am ready to get back going. We've got games starting in an hour. Um, yeah, it's just nice to have everything back. A couple days off is yeah. fun. Betting on sports is more fun, Prez. That's uh, something that I learned over the last couple days. And, uh, yeah, I'm just ready for the games to start. We got day baseball. Uh, should be a great weekend. Yeah, dude, and listen, I mean, I like the break as well. Uh, I, I would personally prefer it being longer. Like, I, I would have zero issue if the entire month of July was void of sport. But I'm an old guy who is basically uh, – just been doing this for too long so i get it man you're you're still a young and uh dude it was nice to see you and your future wife we went out for dinner a couple <laughs> of weeks ago turned into a really really great uh night and you're coming down to the uh meet and greet right that's right yeah i mean you know i was bummed to not to get to see the show but we had a great time saratoga springs is a fun town and uh, yeah. Prez and I, we were, we were out pretty late one night, so it was a good time. We had a, we had fun. Yeah, that's for sure. 71 guys watching, uh, more coming every day. Uh, Javier, Jacob, Eduardo, uh, appreciate you guys posting in the chat room. Uh, let's bring in Brian Leonard. Bri, how's your summer been, man? I think it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen you last. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, the All-Star break is coming in at a good time and uh, spent uh, the last 10 days in eight different states. So uh, got to travel a little bit, got to see some baseball. Uh, the wife got to see a couple of uh, beaches, and that's good for me as a husband. If you can keep the wife happy, keep that in mind, Adam. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a good break and uh, really excited for the baseball season to start up again. There's only two ways to keep a wife happy. Both require something big. <laughs> anyway. Now we're back. We're uh, back. Officially Brian, back now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're back. Brian, uh, so you went touring baseball stadiums? Is that what you did? Yeah, Ralph Michaels is uh, driving around the country, and I said I'd join him for a part of it. So uh, we went to Colorado. And unfortunately, the Rockies were out of town. I'd already been to that stadium, but we took the tour. And uh, it was interesting when the tour guide was talking about the uh, the mascot named Dinger. And if you remember that controversy for a little while ago, I wanted to mention something to him, but there was some kids on the uh, on the tour. But uh, yeah, it, uh, it was a lot of fun. Found out the first uh, blue moon ever created was right there. And they actually built the stadium onto the bar that created the blue moon. So interesting. And then we went off to Kansas City, went off to St. Louis. I flew home, but uh, never been to St. Louis before. And Ralph even mentioned uh, how many St. Louis fans were wearing Cardinal jerseys. They really support their team there. I've always thought that's one of the best baseball crowds, baseball uh, fan bases in, uh, in Major League Baseball. 
had a good time in Kansas City. Also had some uh, roast or some uh, barbecue. So overall, I'm not back and refreshed and looking to get some nice winners for the second half. Brian, Eduardo uh, Garcia writes, I've always wanted to go visit Pittsburgh. Um, I've been there. Uh, Eduardo, just find like a really crappy part of the town you live in. Stand there. Call it a day. <laughs> that ballpark is awesome. Marco's not on the show today, man. Yeah, well, I mean, is, does, isn't that like the, Pittsburgh exists in every city in the world? <laughs> You know, I I, I got to say that PNC Park is my favorite baseball park. I love that one. I love San Francisco. Really, you like it better than Fenway? Because I haven't been to I, any, most well, of them, but Fenway, Fenway blew my mind. I, I hate Fenway. I, I'm a fat guy. Fenway was built in what, 1930 <laughs> or something? You, well, the you, are you like said you're a fat wide. guy. You, yeah. you were the one that mentioned that you were a fat guy, not me. But I do want to say, and I say this with love, that when you were telling me about you and Ralph road tripping together, all I thought about was how much junk food was eaten in that car. <laughs> so I know it was very wrong of me, very wrong, politically incorrect. I'm sorry. Well, you were probably right though, but uh, as soon as we stopped, we had to find out the, the first uh, best pizza places in every city and that kind of thing. So yeah, no food doubt. was important on that trip. Uh, Jeff Joseph, Prez, did you encounter any problems at the airport during your summer travels? He's a little worried because he's coming down to the meet and greet. No, dude. U ultimately, all you're going to do is wait a little longer. But if you don't, if you just take a carry-on bag, you're in and out. It's a non-issue. Add, uh, let's get into it, man. I'll ask you, uh, do the follow-ups. Brian Leonard, Detroit Tigers, minus 140, give or take, in game one against the Oakland Athletics, how should we bet this game? We may be asking why I picked this. Well, two reasons. Number one, they were late on coming out with all the starting pitchers on today's card, and when I had to send in my plays, I wanted to make sure who it was starting. Secondly, uh, we got a Detroit Tigers team who's 14-31 and 31 on the road and an Oakland A's team who is 11-31 at home. These are bad baseball teams, but the reason I chose this, the main reason, was a little bit of a learning experience. If you take a look at uh, year-to-date runs scored in against the differential, we got Detroit at minus 112, and we have Oakland at minus 118. Uh, the Oakland team plays in a much tougher division than Detroit does. So we're looking at two bad teams here, and you come out and you see the line on this game, Scoobal and Logue. Uh, Scoobal opens a 130 road favorite, and the line has been bet up. I'm even seeing a 150 at uh, DraftKings and Caesars. So money's come in on a team who probably not as good or equal to Oakland. Well, a lot of it has to do with uh, Zach Logue for Oakland. He's just not pitched well all season long. He's a young lefty, and obviously he's not as bad as what he has shown, and they continue to throw him out there because of that reason. And you got Derek Scoobal, who when he is on, He's one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. The problem is he's a young guy, and uh, he's very inconsistent. Two left-handers going in this matchup, and the second game's got two right-handers. Uh, if you take a look at lefties on uh, the last 30 days, Detroit is raking against lefties. I believe they're at, like the fifth best over the last month against left-handed pitching. Uh, that's a concern here if you're looking to play Oakland. One of the reasons why I like Detroit in this matchup and when you see a line for teams that are as equal as these two teams are, at least for the way they played this year, 
uh, you see a line with the road team as a 130 favorite and money come in on them. The early money is usually smart money. Those are the wise guys getting ahead of the line. Uh, and I agree with that. So if you have a team in that situation, and if you've got a game you like to bet, you want to watch it, take a look at how the markets have gone and try to understand what the reasoning was for it. Uh, the reasoning is because the starting pitching matchup here is a tremendous edge for Detroit. I wouldn't be against playing the first five in uh, in this matchup. We're looking at something a little bit higher. It's looking at about 150, 155 for Scooble. But overall, I like Detroit in this first matchup because Oakland is terrible against lefties. And I think we get a major advantage in the starting pitcher in this matchup. Brian, I have a question for you that's going to be a nice segue here because I know we're going to also talk about game two of this series. So you like the Tigers in game one. How inclined are you when it comes to doubleheaders? You like a game one side. It's, a, it's sharp. It looks good. Let's say it doesn't hit. How inclined are you to come back with the with the Tigers in game two? It all depends on what happens in game one. Um, normally, I don't like to play a game two. I, we will today because it's just a small sample size. But normally, I don't like to put my money on game two until I find out what happened in game one. Um, but I'm looking at game two. We're looking at a little bit of a total, so that, that may not have as much of an effect. But um, it depends on how the game is played. If you get a lot of game, a lot of uh, situations in that game where you had runners on base, you got a ton, ton of runners on, you just couldn't score them, uh, you know, the, what they call the clutchness, which really isn't a whole lot of clutchness in baseball. Um, it's just small sample sizes. But uh, the team that should have won game one that goes into the second game and they didn't win, um, I'm more inclined to play that team if that's what you're asking. And, Brian, you know, we mentioned that you're looking at the total in game two, and we'll get there now. You know, how do you look at a game two total not knowing how? But uh, one of the reasons why I did look at the total in this game, uh, game two, is, as I mentioned, in game one, we have two lefty starters. Uh, I know unless Scooble gets blown out, he's going to put in a good five, six innings in this game. Uh, so you expect, from based on my expectations, I think we'll be set up pretty good here for the second half or the second game. Second game is both right-handers. And if you take a look at the WRC Plus uh, just over the last 30 days, Oakland is at last 30th at 71 against righties. Detroit is next up at 29th at 73. That means these teams over the last month are 29% and 27% worse than an average team against right-handers. And then when you take a look at the season to date, that's been the way it's been. In fact, um, some great articles today I was reading about the Detroit Tigers. There's one here on, on blessyouboys.com, which is a fan site. Um, if In Major League Baseball, um, if you've had 250 at-bats on the season, individual player, uh, there's 18 really bad players uh, based on the WRC+. Five of those or starters for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so this is a team that doesn't hit right-handers. They've got a lineup of guys who have, over the course of the season, have all every single starter on this team has underperformed, even the young guys. You know, they just had to send their first baseman um, down to the minor leagues, and they've got this, you know, what they consider a star in center field. He hasn't played well. Nobody's played well. So you have to take a look at this when we're starting the second half of the season. Will that continue or will it change? I think it will change. I don't think it changes against a right-handed pitcher tonight. Uh, you can't have a full team of everybody on the team 
being much worse in WRC plus than you have been on your career. So I think Detroit in the second half will hit better, but it's going to take time to do it. And you've got two teams here that don't face, don't hit well against righties. In fact, you take a look at the line in this game, um, it's at seven. And uh, when you find a Detroit and Oakland, you got Hill going against Matas. Now Matas is a really good pitcher and he's pitching to get traded basically. But Hill is a rookie. He's only pitched a couple of times. And you still got a total of seven. That tells you the offenses aren't very good. It tells you there's not going to be many yeah. runs in this game. I like the under here. I think Montas really shuts down this Detroit team in this in this game as he's, at least in my opinion, the best pitcher overall in this doubleheader. And I like the under in this one. I just don't think Oakland does much. Hill's better than he's shown so far in a small sample size. Uh he's one of their better prospects coming out of the coming out of the minors. So um looking for a low scoring series. And in fact, this is a makeup series. Um, so there's only two games, and tomorrow uh, Detroit's going to be off. So it's not a situation where they've got to travel or anything. You're going to get everybody on both these teams in the bullpens in these two games, and Detroit's bullpen has been just terrific all season long. So, Brian, is there any – you know, Montes is going to get traded. Like, I don't think that that's really a, a question at this point. Um, does that play into the handicap at, at all? Is that something that you put a ton of stock in or is it just a, another day at the office for Montas and we, we don't really, you know, look too much into that? Well, his last start, he only lasted an inning, I believe. He got bombed in his last start. Um, so I expect the best out of him in this one. Not only is he a really good pitcher and good pitchers bounce back in that situation, but he's also a guy trying to get the hell out of Oakland. And I don't blame him at all. Yeah. Unfortunately for Oakland, you know, nobody nobody comes to the games. Uh, they've got a real good fan base, but they're so upset with everything that's going on about possibly moving to Vegas and the, and the whole new ballpark and all that, uh, you know, the fans just aren't coming out. So um, I expect a really good performance out of him. And, and as I mentioned, this, this team in Detroit is so underperformed offensively all season long. They will turn it around, but they have shown nothing all season long about right-handers. Brian Leonard, everybody. Guys, it's uh, half price July over at wagertalk.com. $12.50 is the most common price for a daily package. Uh, Brian, you have anything up for uh, your clients today? As of right now, nothing, but I'm going to continue to read. As I mentioned, they, they put up the starters late, so I'm going to give it another look and see what I can come up with. But yeah, I've been a really nice run in baseball and uh, hope to continue it. And fours and fives have been terrific all year long. So hopefully I can find you a four or five. If not, hey, I'll pass. There's, there'll be a better card tomorrow. Look at that. The second Kyle Anthony shows up on the left of the screen, the naked bots are back in the chat room. The coincidence <laughs> is too much for me, Brian. Uh, dude, I love having you on here. You are a pro. Um, we're going to see you at the meet and greet. Obviously, you live in Vegas. Uh, thanks for joining us. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. We got a lot more to go. Adam Trigger's got his big game breakdown. We got Tony Mejia. We got Kyle Anthony. And of course, the porn chat bots back in the chat room. We'll be right back, everyone. With football around the corner, time to start building up that bankroll. And we want to help by slashing the cost of all daily picks packages priced at $25 or more, including 5% best bets through the end of July. 
This amazing promotion runs from Tuesday, July 12th to midnight on Sunday, July 31st, and drops the pricing down to $25 daily packages for $12.50, $29 daily combo packages for $14.50, and $35 5% best bets for $17.50. But even better, this is the perfect time to take advantage of our one-day all-access pass. This package locks in the handicapper of your choice for one whole day for only $39, including when they have a 5% top play that usually sells for $35. But during our 50% slash promotion, you get a one-day all-access for only $19.50. We know this business is loaded with competitors and copycats, and we are very proud and extremely excited to be one of, if not, the premier sports betting information provider in North America. Our special discount pricing goes live on Tuesday, Runs through the end of the month, does not require a coupon, and is available just by going to your favorite wager talk or sports memo handicappers homepage right now. Big game breakdown and and Major League Baseball is back after a couple days off. It's slim pickings with only five games or six games if you count the doubleheaders. So uh, my big game breakdown is going to be Rangers-Marlins. It's the first one on the board. It goes off in about a half hour. And the way I'm looking at this game, you know, our friend Kelly Stewart texted me earlier in this week about something. And she said, you don't lay minus 110 on a coin flip, which I agree with her. But in this case, this game looks like very even to me, almost like it could be a coin flip. But I think I would take plus 120 on a coin flip if offered. And that's kind of how I see this game. I see this matchup as even as it gets on paper between two teams that both went into the All-Star break ice cold and come out of the All-Star break desperately needing a win in a one-off game. Uh, The Rangers' run differential was one at the All-Star break, minus one. Essentially gave up as many runs as they scored whereas the Marlins was minus 12. You have a pitching matchup with John Gray, uh, 3.71 ERA and 1.13 whip, and Pablo Lopez was a 0.7 whip and has been excellent at home. The Rangers are 6-1 in Gray's last seven starts. So when I look at this game, I look at two teams that really need a win, two teams that their season will probably be determined on how they play over the next 10 days. And both have pretty easy schedules coming up. But for whatever reason, I can get plus 120 on the Rangers here. I think that's worth a a shot. You know, Corey Seager, he was an all-star. He was in the home run derby. He was red hot going into the break. It's always fun to see if if that'll continue with someone that that was in the home run derby and played in the all-star game. But if he continues to play well, I think the Rangers are going to continue to play well. They took a bunch of sharp money all first half which means the sharp market sees something in this team. I see something in them too. And if I'm getting involved in this early game between the Rangers and the Marlins, I'm going to take the plus money, plus 120 it looks like it is now, uh, on the Rangers to win this afternoon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Excellent stuff. Adam Trigger, everyone. You can find him at wagertalk.com. And same with the next guy, a good friend of the show, an incredible writer, an unbelievable handicapper, and more importantly, and most importantly, a kick-ass family man, Tony Mejia. How are you, my friend? Hello, boys. How are you? Good, good. How are your kids? How, uh, cute as can be? Wonderful. Uh, they're still here till the next, uh, what, August 10th, I think. August 10th or 12th, I think they go back to school because they're early in Florida where they return. But yeah, they're here uh, all summer, so it's been interesting hanging out with three girls. Uh, they did <laughs> go away last week, gave me a respite. Uh, beyond that, they're I mean, they're terrific. I, I really enjoy them. They always pick me up, uh, you know, especially after a loss, uh, whoever's up. Uh, I get to yeah. cuddle with them, but after a win, we just give each other thumbs up. How are you guys uh, Tony, doing uh, this summer? Tony, I got to tell you quickly, I got two girls and, you know, I mean, I consider myself an arrogant, narcissistic alpha male to the core. <laughs> uh, and I, I wanted son so bad. I mean, I, I would have traded my penis for a son. Uh, all I wanted was a son. So my first, my firstborn, uh, we're in the uh, delivery room and the doctor pulls her out and uh, I say to the doctor, is it a boy or a girl? And the doctor lays her on the table, spreads her legs wide open and says, you tell me. And I swear to God on my life, I turned to the doctor and I said, oh, my God, my son does not have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's, uh, like, that beats me like it, i i i was either having a son with a penis or a son without a penis those were the two options in my idiotic brain anyway man let's get into it new york yankees houston astros um they're playing a double header i think you're on the first game right yeah we'll we'll join adam as uh, big Game breakdown and breaking down one of these early games, and it is. It's uh, the first part of this doubleheader. It's Christian Javier against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, the Astros rake against lefties typically, but with uh, Jordan Alvarez out of the lineup, really don't like what they bring to the table today. Aledmus Diaz is uh, high up in the mix. Uh, they're, they're counting on Kyle Tucker uh, to uh, deliver after uh, his all-star appearance. And then for the Yankee standpoint, no Giancarlo Stanton, I guess uh, they're giving him the first game off this, uh, after the uh, all-star game MVP. So uh, I, I like uh, Javier who had a fantastic start against the Yankees last time he saw him uh, to deliver there. The under is four first five. Uh, don't trust bullpens, especially coming out of the break. So give me the first five under here. Tony, I asked Brian Leonard a minute ago, because he was involved in a doubleheader with the with the Tigers. And I said, you know, Brian, if you're involved in a game one and you take a side, or in this case, a total, are you are you inclined, like if it if it misses, are you inclined to come back and play it in game two? Or like what is what is your sort of the way you sort of handicap doubleheaders? Or do you go in with a game plan? If this happens, then I'm gonna do this in game two. Uh just talk about that for a minute. Yeah, sure. I, I'm a big fan of waiting till the lineups come out for the second game of the doubleheader. And so obviously we expect Stanton in game two, but I wouldn't touch uh, game two of this doubleheader unless you're riding the Astros, because you know what you're going to get from Luis Garcia. Uh, from the Yankees standpoint, you have no idea what you're getting from Domingo Herman, who uh, is uh, starting after a, a lengthy layoff. He hasn't pitched 
since last season. Uh, had some legal trouble, had injury issues, and now he's back. Uh, so uh, from that standpoint, who knows if he's just an opener. Uh, I would definitely actually be inclined to go Astros first five, regardless of what happens in game one. Tony Mejia joining us, everyone. Exclusive Andy Capper at wagertalk.com. Tony, you want to talk a little bit uh, about the NBA, their MVP in the futures and Look, a lot is still up in the air. We have no idea how this Brooklyn Nets team is going to shape up. Uh, there's work to be done by a lot of teams out there. Uh, I feel like it's too early, but maybe you found some value. What do you got? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. It is too early, uh, and I'm transitioning to college football, but I've been uh, still inclined to follow the NBA with, with Summer League going off and free agency still going on. Uh, so from that standpoint, uh, I'm plugged in here. I think the Bucks and the Clippers offer the most value, and they're plus 600 and plus 700, respectively, at DraftKings. Uh, there's some other uh, uh, values at, at FanDuel. Uh, at FanDuel, I believe the Bucks are plus 550. So uh, if you're going to bet the Bucks uh, future at plus 700, I think there's uh, there's definite value at DraftKings. But it, it is. It's just uh, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop on Kevin Durant and where he's going. If he ends up in the Western Conference, there's even more uh, value on Milwaukee to uh, beat uh, a Boston team that they lost to in seven games, pretty much because they, they missed out on Chris Middleton, and now uh, presumably they'll have him back for uh, next season. Uh, excellent stuff. Tony Mejia, that, uh, that wraps up your segment. What do you got to promote for everybody? Seven and one, five percent uh, on baseball, and we'll have more uh, nice. tomorrow. I don't like anything today. Nice way to go, man. That's awesome, Adam. Before we uh, move to Kyle Anthony, um, I started the terminal list. I just want to let everybody know it is a series on uh, Amazon Prime. It stars Chris Pratt. He has been badly cast, but I'll forgive that. Uh, is, there are five books written by Jack Carr. The Terminal List is book number one. It was one of my favorite books ever. And so far, we're two episodes in, although I don't like Chris Pratt in the role of James Reese. It looks like it's going to be a great series. So, guys, check that out. Well, Prez, uh, add any movies, any TV, anything, anything you want to uh, suggest, I'm bored. I do. So I just started Blackbird on Apple TV and it's three episodes in and it's phenomenal. What's it about? It, it's about a guy who's in prison for 10 years, but he can get his sentence completely washed if he can if he can get a confession out of another inmate. But uh, Ray Liotta's in it. I think it's the last thing Ray Liotta oh, did. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. Three episodes in Apple TV Plus. Uh, it's awesome. I'm, it's it's a great show. I highly recommend it. Uh, obviously, it just started, but I'm hooked. So uh, I would definitely recommend Blackbird. It's a really good show. It's 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 funny. Um, you reminded me of something. Let's bring Kyle in because he's divorced. I'm divorced. We're going to discuss what you reminded <laughs> me of. Kyle freaking Anthony. That's a segue. That's a baby. That's the best so, introduction. That's pro-level pro segue. Dude, I mean, honest to God, Jim Rome called Howard Stern. They're like, we can't segue like you. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm a deadhead. Uh, anyway, I see there was a nice segue there, too. Um, 
Kyle, I got to tell you a quick story about one of my buddies, no names. Just in case his wife listens to the show. I mean, look, I'm on it. You're on it. There's going to be women watching the show. Adam Trigger, (laughs) come on. Uh, So uh, my buddy is with this woman. (laughs) Okay. uh, I won't give you my thoughts on her. Uh, And they've been together for like 20 years. And finally, finally, he gets the guts to leave. Three months later, back. So I text my friend, because Adam was talking about prison. I text my friend and I'm like, so I heard about this guy who couldn't see for 20 years. And then one day he opened up his eyes and he could see. And then he thought to himself, I don't like seeing. Screw that, make me blind again. Same guy, he's in prison for 20 years, gets released. And then he's like, I went back into prison. What man in his right mind would do something like that? Like, I don't want my hands. Take my hands. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, but the bottom line, Kyle, is (laughs) if you have the guts to leave your woman, leave your woman. That was the that was the tie together right there. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was, like a, it, was, it was like a cliffhanger. Dude, I did a lot of edibles last night. <laughs> Flat out. And yesterday day. I actually double edibled yesterday. It was a, it was a big day, man. I I wanted one of the day. golf course. Yeah. So dude, uh, how you doing in the UFC? Kicking ass like always? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing my thing and enjoying life. And uh, I'm actually this weekend. I'll be in Baltimore. I'm taking my son down to Camden Yards. Uh, so we're going to go where watch will the you be, uh, what, what, what time, where will you be signing bras and underwear? <laughs> Seven o'clock, uh, lower level at Camden Yards. Come see me. I'll sign your bra. Jacob Harris writes, Kyle wins the episode's nicest hair award. Bullshit. Yes. No. Thank you. Firstly, the OC is a shiny forehead. Secondly, <laughs> Adam has killer hair. Thirdly, I'm 53 years old. Nobody's uh, got better hair than this guy. No, that That's and lastly, That's Kyle wears his hair as if his dad and mom still part it because he's six. Come, <laughs> Kyle. Come, baby, we're going to the gas station. Let's do your hair. Take the no, coat, no, 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 wash no, it no. over, Listen. make sure the part is all perfect. Is no, Jacob. No, no, let no. Me, let, let me tie this together. The women like it. That's all I got to say. The way, Listen, I'm not getting complaints. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing all right. Well, are you getting You are, are you Anthony. <laughs> yes, yes. Adam... Adam, do you take offense to that? Because I think your hair is better than Kyle's and his, you know, grandmother parted <laughs> his hair like, in the 1930s look. Do, There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Listen, He's got I'm better just, hair than you do. I, I'm just happy to, like, I, I know once you start to hit a certain age, you might not have it at some point. So as, as long as I, I have it, I, I'm going to be happy. I don't really care much what it looks like. <laughs> if it's still there, I'm, I'm good. And just for the record, Brian Leonard has some amazing ass hair too. But Kyle, if you think your hair is better than mine, you are out of your freaking mind. We'll see. We'll see. Can I have something, Kyle? 
Give me something, baby. Please, just just something, man. Uh, Tom Aspinall against Curtis Blades, plus 110 for the dog, Curtis. Uh, how are we betting this game? Well, this is a, a fight here where you're really looking at it as everybody knows what uh, Curtis Blades does. He's going to look to wrestle. He's going to look for the takedowns. He's looking to have top control. 53% takedown defense uh, success rate. So that's really where he's going to be going. We all know that's what he's going to be doing. But the biggest issue really for uh, Curtis Blades is going to be cutting distance. And that has been a massive problem for him. We've seen it in past fights also. He's been blasted by Derek Lewis, kind of kind of really shelling up and diving in, really not hiding these takedowns behind strikes. That's really going to be the main way. But cutting the distance is going to be the main thing. And the biggest reason is because Curtis Blades is a little slower, doesn't have much output, a lacking in um, really footwork as well, where you've got Aspinall who has fantastic footwork. For the heavyweight division, he really moves much lighter than he actually does. That's really going to help him create space, keep distance, and work his angles. And you actually add on top of that the fact that Aspinall has way better striking. So he's not only is he going to have the better footwork, but he's going to have the better striking. And if you see the way this guy throws his combinations, it's absolutely impressive again for heavyweight heavyweights do not throw combinations the way that this guy throws combinations it's effortless he works good angles where blades he's just starting to work some of his striking he's getting better you know he's predominantly a wrestler he's getting better with his wrestle with his wrestling mixing in with his striking um but the also you even add on that is the fact that Aspinall is way more explosive too. So there's just so many layers where he's going to be faking, he's going to be fainting, he's going to be drawing out some of these attacks from Blades, who just doesn't have that great of striking. And the killer instinct of Aspinall as well too. He's got, I think it's four or five straight first round finishes. He just always has the ability to look forward, push, and look to get that finish. Um, and then also the part of it is that I really think that um, people are overreacting. That's why I think this line is closer, is that people are really overreacting to um, Blade's last win against, Dar uh, who is it? It was against uh, Chris Dawkins. And that fight there where I'm not big on Chris Dawkins. Chris Dawkins is a guy who's knocked out uh, Shlemiel, um, Nasiamento, and Parker Porter. These are some of the slobs of the heavyweight division. And he knocked out Chris Dawkins. Not a big deal there. So I really like Tom Aspinall here. I think that the line continues to move up. I mean, if you'd bet this maybe a week or so ago, it was definitely better pricing. But still, there's value here. I just don't really think there's many pass to um, for Kurt, Curtis Blaze to go out there and get his victory. So I like Tom Aspinall. I think he could find that finish as well, too. But um, I do like him straight just to get that win. All right, Kyle. One more matchup here. You have Volkan Odesmir. I might have butchered his name, but I got Paul good. Craig. Oh, that better than Prez. All right. Better than Prez. Paul Craig, easy enough there with, the, with that name. Uh, we have this match of Odesmir. Odesmir back-to-back -back losses. Comes in as a minus-175 favorite. Does he, does he capitalize in the desperation spot, or, or are we going the other way? Well, this is one here. It's, I mean, this is grappler versus striker. It's going to be who's going to really be implementing their game plan in this fight here. Is it going to be uh, Ozdemir looking to work his kickboxing? Or is it going to be Paul Craig kind of going in there, getting some takedowns, working his submission game? That's really where his bread and butter is. But the big difference here is that Paul Craig's best weapon he has an inability to get the fight there. So meaning that he has 16, uh, 16 professional wins, 13 come by submission. 
but he only has a 26% takedown success rate. So the meaning of that is that most of these guys that have that he's been able to sub play the game with him meaning that he just when when he starts to he'll pull guard he'll pull them down he just looks to you know he'll someone will kind of clip him and they'll jump on him he does not have the ability to take people down now on the other side of this you've got vulcan who has an 80 percent takedown defense rate he has good striking all of these things there are already pushing a lot against somebody like uh paul craig and the fact that he's got he's got better striking um ozdemir is two and five out of his last seven but he lost to top level guys he lost to daniel cormier perhoshka um ankalayoff rakic these are all really top level guys Paul Craig's one-dimensional. I don't think that his basic striking is really going to cause any problems for Ozdemir. I think he's going to work in range. I think he's going to be able to pepper out good shots. Ozdemir has four career losses. Three of them come by knockout. I think this is a great spot for a power puncher like Ozdemir to go out there, land the big shot. You've got Ozdemir right now. He's minus 175. It start, that's actually going up to, to minus 180 around. I think the knockout is a good spot here. I think Ozdemir via knockout plus 145 is a good spot for a guy who's going to be very desperate for knockouts. I mean, very desperate for takedowns while Ozdemir lands a big shot. So I like the plus 145 number. I think it's a great price and I think he gets it done. Outstanding handicap, Kyle Anthony. And guys, Kyle is the $2 Tuesday handicapper. Uh, his play is still up. We're going to talk about that real quick. I just want to make mention, uh, so far in 2022, not only has Kyle been on 63 dates, but he is ranked number one in MMA uh, over at wagerdog.com as 60.4% win percentage. He's made 85% return on investment. Those numbers are absolutely outstanding. Kyle, your 5% uh, plays this year are 5-1. and one. You've cashed 17 out of 24 events. I mean, I'll tell you flat out, guys. Between Tokyo Brandon's Korean baseball and Kyle Anthony's UFC, I mean, what else? Do you, uh, that's just free money, man. I mean, you're literally... <laughs> free money man so tell us you got a two dollar tuesday play what's it about yeah so i got a two dollar tuesday play which is uh i got a parlay it's a four percent play two fighters i love the spot it's gonna be actually about an even money spot so i love the price there but i do have a five percent play that's up like Prez said five and one this year 12 and four over the last 15 months. I don't really release too, too many of these five percenters. Love this spot here. So uh, we're ready to roll. We're ready to uh, cash in again, man. That's awesome. Kyle Anthony, everyone. And Kyle, uh, Brian Nichols says, Kyle is going to church hair. And now I get it, Kyle. I get it now. You, The message that you are sending out is, <laughs> not only can I take you to bed, but I can take you to church and I can meet your parents. See? It's, a, it's, it's good. It's got it all. It's got it all. I call it a facade. <laughs> <laughs> there, you know the band Filter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the lead singer, Patrick, something Patrick. Oh, I know. That's I who know, you I are, know. dude. That's who you are. You're like on stage biting the head off a chicken while in a suit with a church boy hairdo. <laughs> I gotta go right, look up I'll this name now. It. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. 
We're good. Get <laughs> Kyle Anthony out of here. What Not a great here. show, everybody. We're on tomorrow. Andrew McGinnis co-hosting with me. We got a jam-packed show again. Vino, uh, Trigger. No, no, you're not on tomorrow. Vino and Ski and another guest. We'll see you tomorrow. Adam, take us home, baby. Baseball's back, Prez. We, we, we're back today. And listen, if you're if you're in Baltimore, stop by see Kyle Anthony. If you're at Fenway Park tomorrow, stop by and see me. I'll be at Fenway Park. Uh, Red Sox, Blue Jays. So Prez's Blue Jays, I'll be there in attendance. I'll be around the ballpark before the, uh, before the game. So come down. Shoot me a DM. I'll come find you, buy you a drink, say hi. Um, But yeah, ready to get the second half rolling. Hope everyone has a great afternoon. With football around the corner, time to start building up that bankroll. And we want to help by slashing the cost of all daily picks packages priced at $25 or more, including 5% best bets through the end of July. This amazing promotion runs from Tuesday, July 12th to midnight on Sunday, July 31st, and drops the pricing down to $25 daily packages for $12.50, $29 daily combo packages for $14.50, and $35 5% best bets for $17.50. But even better, this is the perfect time to take advantage of our one-day all-access pass. This package locks in the handicapper of your choice for one whole day for only $39 including when they have a 5% top play that usually sells for $35. But during our 50% slash promotion, you get a one-day all-access for only $19.50. We know this business is loaded with competitors and copycats, and we are very proud and extremely excited to be one of, if not, the premier sports betting information provider in North America. Our special discount pricing goes live on Tuesday, runs through the end of the month, does not require a coupon, and is available just by going to your favorite wager talk or sports memo handicappers homepage right now.